Hi guys, welcome back to Struggling Christians. It's your host Ruth. Who we're on the second episode of Ruth's Tales on Young Adulting. Honestly, I can't lie, I didn't think I'll make it this far, but I am glad to be here. So last week we talked about boys. Um a lot was said. So please go and listen to last week's episode if you haven't. Um, because this today's episode in which I'll share the topic very soon would sort of like follow through from all that was said last week. <clears throat> so um I just thought to say this first today. This is the most vulnerable piece I've ever done. And a lot of the things that I said on here, for some of them I've never even shared with anyone before. Um, and so when the Holy Spirit was telling me to share it, I just thought to myself, Hmm, I'm not sure I really want to do this. And you know, at some point I even thought maybe I'll just say some of these things are anonymous, like anonymous, but the Holy Spirit was like, no, it's your story. Share it. And yeah, so please, this is not just just for you. This is not also oh i know one more thing now about roots you know it's that's not what it's about it's so that you can genuinely learn something and leave here a better person because if that's not the case then the mission has failed so i hope that as you listen to this today that you're blessed you learn something and something shifts in your life in jesus name amen Anyways, yes, so today's topic is rape. Yeah, a few silence for that. Yes, we're going to be talking about rape today. I know that you guys might not expect it, but yeah. So just straight to the point, yeah? I have, um, I mean, off what we talked about last week, last week I talked about how there were just a lot of guys growing up there were a lot of boys there was a lot of boy 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 thank god for deliverance from that and yeah so obviously as i said there were some consequences that followed through not that i'm saying that rape is a consequence of any of my actions however yeah but yeah so on two different occasions in my life i have almost been raped almost i say almost because it never fully happened like it it didn't happen but almost so that whole the whole psychological thing yes all of that happened (laughs) with me because i genuinely thought yes Roots, this is it. You're gone. You're gonna you're gonna die tonight. <laughs> but yeah, so the first one. First time it happened was when I was 16. And so how did I meet this guy? I just um I went to my friend's place to spend Christmas. I was 16. I just entered Babcock University, fresh student then. And you know, we were strolling one night nights 
evening ish night ish like 9 i said 9 30 sorry like 7 30 8 p.m ish we're strolling and randomly these two guys in the car parked you know one was like oh you want to speak to me the other one was speaking to my friend you know just regular nothing up he didn't seem there was nothing extraordinary about the meeting then then the guy that was speaking to me we kind of just clicked like the conversation went really well and then he was like oh the next day he wanted to come and take me out me and my friend and you know uh -uh, why not who am i to say no to food i said of course sure you know we exchanged numbers we even spoke again that night and then i'm going to try to be fast with the story because i don't want this episode to be too long um yeah so the next day he comes he picks me up picks my friend now we go to an e i believe so it wasn't even anything fancy you guys it was not anything fancy. i remember i was 16 and i'm sure that this guy was in his 20s i was 16 and i told him i was 16. so we went to e tree i think it was meat pie and ice cream something ridiculous oh god meat pie and ice cream was what they used to buy me but yeah that's what we ate and then he next thing he was like okay that's so let's go to another place and i was like okay no problem but then i noticed that when i entered the car my friend entered the car and then his friend was like oh that day they will go somewhere else something like that and me and my friend were a bit like mm, that's when i should have known the red flag should have gone i mean the red alarm should have gone off then but just stu stupid naive roots then you know i was just like okay no problem got in the car an area that i did not know i did not know this area by the way he started driving where he was going i did not know i'd never been before now my friend's house was around the akute axis so like that was like my maybe second or third time visiting so i did not know that area at all he was shot driving then next thing we got to one house like that no gates man <laughs> he came down opened the gates himself and i was thinking as we got to the gate i was like wait i thought you said we we're going somewhere else like another maybe another food place you know what be a me he was like oh no 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 that he just came to quickly come and pick something that that let's just relax in the house that do i should not worry that there's nobody in the house again alarm should have gone off there again he did not roots was there i took my two left leg went inside the house this house was empty you guys it was a massive house but it was empty there was nobody inside this house then it takes me to the there was like a you know when you have like a boys quarters type of thing like another room that was attached to the house at the back and it was like oh that's his own room huh. i entered the room and this nigga padlocks the door first of all i was like wait why are you padlocking the door that's what i asked and he was like, oh, no, 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 just privacy, that in case somebody comes. Like, he actually, you guys, padloco. She, at this point, a sensible person, would I not have been, be, as you rap would say, fura? Would I not, should I not have been furrying them? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. 
I still sat down like a donkey. I sat down there. Then I think he made noodles or something strange. He made noodles, and the next thing, before I know it, like I don't really remember. It's been a long time to be honest. But I don't remember the details or so. All I just know is that this guy pins me down to the bed. It started off as a joke, you know, but I'm pinned down to the bed, and he's like, "Ah, uh-uh, you know, a small girl now." And next thing, he's trying to unbuckle my jeans. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Like, I was really trying to be like, like, no, 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 like, wait. He was not waiting, no. He was like, no. Like, you know when something starts off as a joke and the next thing, this man's struggling with you. And I literally start to struggle for my life. And bef- I did not know when hot tears started rolling down my eyes because I was begging this guy to leave me alone. He had already unhooked my bra, like, with his hand like he he put his hand like from the shirt though like my shirt was still on no you know i don't remove the shirt he didn't remove the shirt he couldn't remove the shirt because I was, I was struggling with him but he had unhooked the bra like through the shirt and then he was thank god i wore the most ridiculously tight jeans that day he was now battling with the jeans because i also faced the bed yeah so he was struggling to pull down and take off the jeans and at this point I just said, Jesus, this is not how I want to lose my virginity. Please, I beg you. And you guys, I'm not joking. As I said that prayer, out of nowhere, this guy stops. Like, he just stops. He just stops. And then his eyes are red. And then he kneels down and he starts to beg me. As he knelt down like that, I did not know what entered me. I stood up, grabbed my slippers on the floor. I ran into the bathroom and toilets and I was trying to call my friend that bro I am I'm about to be killed yeah where are you but there was no network then as I entered the bathroom he came to the door because I locked the door from inside he was now begging like he's sorry that he doesn't know what came over him that is the devil I said it's okay don't worry with the devil and eh? don't worry about it it's okay I'm not annoyed though I'm not offended he then said, okay, please, then I should come out. And I said, okay, I will come out, but I need him to open that main door. Remember that he padlocked the door. So I told him, open the door, like take out the padlock. He was like, I should please, let's talk about it. I said, wait, we'll talk about it. Just remove the padlock first. And then he removed the padlock. And then I told him, open the door. Like, let me hear you open the door ajar. Like, and bro, the moment I heard that he opened this door, you guys, the way I opened the door, I ran. The way I sprinted out of that place with tears. Hot tears. Remember, I'm in an area that I don't know where I am. So I just sprinted. I was just heading. I was just going. I don't know where I was going. Like I ran out of his, his the boys' quarter place, ran to the gate. Nobody was there. Opened it. Like I just, I just, I was just running. And then randomly, one Okada guy. Let me not even tell you the most ridiculous part of the story. I did not even take any money with me. I think I had something ridiculous, like 60 naira or something in my pocket. Ah! And one Okada man saw me and he was just like, where are you going? This is, I was like, please. That I gave him my friend's address. This is where I need to be, but I don't know where, where it is. And then he was like, ah, that madam, I think he told me that my money would be like 200 or 250 or something like that. 
And you know, back in the day, for bikes to be costing 250 to stay that where I'm going is far. I was like, please, sir, that I don't know how I go to this place. I just started begging him, and he was a much older man. And he was like, okay, no problem, he'll take me. And that's how this man took me, you people. That's how God delivered me. See, the rest of the story is history. The guy tried to reach out to me again. I blocked him. I couldn't speak to him. Give it like maybe like a year down the line. I saw him at Ozone with a girl. Ah! And I wanted to go and tell the girl, run for your life. But anyways, that's that one. I already spent a lot of time telling that story. So the second time, yeah. Now, th- at least that was when I was 16, right? You can give an excuse that, okay, I was naive. I didn't know. And that's why that happened. Okay, so I believe the second time was three years ago. Three years ago, 2019. Obviously, I was much older. I met a guy. I met a guy like in the building where I worked. And, you know, it was just, oh, we worked together. We like we we didn't work in the same company, but like he worked in the building where I worked, so he worked for another company in that building. And then you know we got talking, like the kind of talking that ah, where we we talking? Oh, he's a Christian. Is this? Is that? Hmm. So you know, like he would come to my house. Like I didn't allow him to enter my house. Like, but we would like sit outside in his car and talk for hours, that kind of thing. And then one thing led to another. He goes to me, I really like you, blah 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 blah, and all that. Be my girlfriend, and I'm like, right, like I don't know you like that, so I'll still need to get to know you before I can be that. Mind you, this be my girlfriend was like in a matter of days, so. I found that like suspicious so I was like no like I would need some more time to get to know you and then I you know I just continued speaking to him and then one time like that he started insisting this was again this was very early stage maybe just like two weeks into us speaking he goes that I should come to his house so okay actually one day I'd gone to my dad's office on the mainland and he he stayed on the mainland then so i'd gone to my dad's office and then i told him oh i gone to my dad's office this is and I, so the way i was going to go through where he stays i was going to go past Larry, yeah and he was like oh did i just drop by and just say hello mind you before then he had suggested oh come to my house but i just didn't think it was appropriate for me to go to his house at the time so this time he was like, Oh yeah, like I should just drop by now that she I'm on my way, that I should just stop by and just say hello to him and then I would continue going home. Da 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 da. And you know, I was like, Okay, no problem. Like, okay, I can do that. And I'd not seen him, but well, not seen maybe in like a week or something. Cause I don't know, I don't know, maybe he was on leave or something. There was sure a reason that I'd not seen him even at work. So I went. Hmm. You guys again i went my legs went <laughs> i got to the house you know he offered me juice i had some i think and then you know next thing he's like oh then let's see a movie and then i was like okay let's i sat down in the living room he was like no that the tv in the living room is not working or something that i should come to the one in his room hmm 
alarm should have gone off right mm. i said okay no problem i was there you know i just thought myself that was there no big deal no. i went there mm-hmm. as well two minutes into the movie you people it was as if a man that was perfectly sane and all right became mad two minutes or less safe into the movie the way he was behaving as in this one it wasn't even far for my tears to come i like the the switch was so drastic that even though i was shocked i was very afraid for my life this guy had pulled my pants like even tore my pants safe <laughs> and i was wearing a skirt that day so it was easy for him to get to my pants and even throw it like literally took me and flung me on the bed hey i was like jesus now mind you at this point i was like like all that kept going through my head is ruth how did you get here how did you get here and then as i'm thinking that i'm crying already he stops he stops <laughs> see this was the weirdest thing that ever happened to me in my life he stops similarity to the first one right but this one he will stop and then he places his head on my on my chest and it's like i should hold him and he's shaking this was when i started to think perhaps he's possessed because i don't understand and then he takes my hand and places it on his head now he has stopped right i'm thinking how do i get out of this house as i'm trying to process how do i get out of this house mind you this guy is on top of me he's lying on top of me i'm thinking how do i get out of this house without being suspicious or without because the aggression that this guy was using i'm so sure that he'd have beaten me hmm. and then as I'm thinking how do I leave this house, as if he heard my thoughts, next thing, he stands up again and starts to rap, like rampage me. I don't even know how this guy did not even rape me that day self. Like, I don't know how it did not happen because there was nothing he didn't do to me. And I'd struggled so much that I literally had no strength left in me, you guys. All I just did was I just laid down there and I was just crying. And I was just like, God, this has to be the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. Even at this point in my life where I know you and where I love you. But how, how did I manage to get to this place? And, well, to cut the long story short, I don't know how it happened, honestly. This this has to be a revelation. I don't know how it happened, but I made my way. I stood up, grabbed my shoes. I didn't even think I took the pants safe that it though. Grabbed my shoes, and I just left. I left. I don't know. I think I, I was outside his house when I was calling, the, calling my taxi because it was my dad's driver that dropped me there, and then... I had to call the taxi to go home. I just called the taxi and 
oh no 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 actually the driver was waiting so i just went out and got in the car and left but i promise you guys it was a scary experience it's not something i know what it's like like i i trust me when i was in those situations forget that whether they happened or not i was certain that they were going to i was certain i was going to be raped and one way or the other god came through and pulled me out of these situations not because i'm better than anyone that has been raped but just because he is god and his grace is just beyond so i know that there are a lot of there are a lot of you that that are listening to me that have probably been molested before that have probably been being abused or even raped I sympathize with you but I really 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 hope that for those of you that have never experienced this kind of thing in your life that as you're listening to me you're picking up tips on how never to be caught in this type of situation you don't want to be in this type of situation my case is not the usual outcome more times than often you will fall into that trap come to my house is the new music that every dirty boy in lagos sings it's like it's like you're talking to them today next thing tomorrow then i come to my house that's literally it and believe me there's nothing anybody that tells you come to my house there's nothing he wants to do nothing then nothing you are not talking about jesus you're not talking about jesus it's a lie it's a big fat lie you are not talking about jesus so there's no reason there's no reason for you to because in those situations as much as please by all means if these men if i could have gotten them arrested i would have and i think they should still be penalized even though they did not end up doing what they wanted to do but i still know for a big fact that i played a huge role in getting to that point if i had not followed them if i had not listened to them if i had allowed the spirit of god lead me when i started to have conversations the signs were there the red alerts were there but i ignored all of them so please girls i'm speaking to you out there and even to boys because there are boys out there that get abused nowadays these red flags they are real and you might have like different other red flags that you you see but don't ignore them don't ignore them And I pray for everyone out there that has ever been abused, molested, raped, that the Spirit of God will comfort you, that you will come to Jesus and you'll be comforted. Now, at the point where these things happened to me, I was a born-again Christian. Oh yes, I was a Christian girl. It wasn't that I didn't know God. I knew God. And I think that it also played a role in how God delivered me from those situations. When you are in Christ, you are under his canopy. He can intervene. He can come in 
swiftly to save you. But when you are not, it's much harder. But the grace of God is sufficient. It's sufficient for all. But please, I plead with you, meet with Christ today. Get to know God today. And if you're already in Christ, get to know what he wants and what he's saying about you. You guys, these things are happening. It has happened to me. It happens to everybody. But you can be different. It doesn't have to happen to you. You don't have to be raped. You don't have to learn from that kind of terrible experience. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today. I hope that, I genuinely hope that you are blessed. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Remember, you can always send me an email to speak to me. I love you and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.